Well, yo-ho-ho, ho, Julian, yo-ho-ho. Ho. Can you believe it? It is that time of year again. Yeah, no, this year been, it went uh, too fast, uh, especially when you do like uh, five months out of your office. When you spend five months out of your office between March to uh, the, the old July, really. And uh, of course, uh, it was a year of adaptation. And I did learn with the client a new routine in a park. And we also back with uh, what we all call the new normal uh, in the gym. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's been a very um, learning process year. It has indeed. But uh, putting aside all the uh, Corona Bologna, are you looking forward to Christmas Day, Julian? And what will you be doing? in what is actually now quite a uh, short period of time. Yeah, no, you know, Christmas for me, it's family time. So I, this time of the year, uh, and not only, but obviously even more Christmas, I um, I spend time with my parents, my family. You spend time with people you love. And um, because, you know, it's not forever. So you have to enjoy those moments, cheer them. And, uh, and that gives you the strength to get back, uh, to go into the new year with uh, even more strength. That is certainly true. And uh, right now, ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, I'm spending my time with somebody I love very much in a very brotherly way. That is Mr. Julian Bertharat. We've uh, been doing this podcast now for a couple of years. Can you believe it, Julian? A couple of years. So uh, I say yo-ho-ho to you, Julian, once again. Yo-ho-ho to the listeners because it's time once again for our annual resolution special episode of the podcast where we ask guys on the gym floor what their resolutions are and we look at resolutions that are worth following in the new year last year actually we did this uh december january but uh, we had a bit of a think about this not so long ago and we decided that didn't actually make any sense and it would be much better to actually do this one for release in december so that is what we're going to do so shall i say yo ho ho one more time julian oh yes please or actually shall you say it Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Let the podcast begin. Welcome once again, everybody. It's Two Guys on Fitness. We've got our little Santa hats on here. Julian looks very fetching in his Santa hat. And we are coming to you from a slightly chilly Jubilee Hall gym in Covent Garden, London. Despite the cold, it's actually quite a bright day today. But I just want to underline, it is very chilly this uh, December morning. Though I think that's really what you would expect. You're listening to myself. Alan Teresa, not particularly a fantastic gym guy, but I show lots of willing. And to this guy here, Julian Bertharat, who is a gym guy. He's a personal trainer and also a sportsman, as we established a few months ago. Uh, he is a sportsman. I shouldn't chuckle at that. And you are listening to the Two Guys on Fitness podcast, which is all about training, fitness, diet, and feeling good. Do you feel good, Julian? I feel lovely. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he is lovely. He's a lovely guy, Julian Berthoran. Do you follow resolutions, Julian, in general principle every year? Do you write a little list? Um, I think it's a, it's a little p- mistake people make, you know, like uh, it's just, you know, why December to January will be different than, I don't know, 
March to March to to April, for example. It's um, it's it's symbolic. Obviously, we end up a year, but it's only symbolic. As I say, uh, for me, Christmas, end of the year, it's spending time with people. Um, maybe, um, yeah, maybe we can be not symbolic, but you can be philosophic about what you have achieved in your work life, in your personal life. If you want to make change, how you feel about it. But in terms of resolution, I would say no. Just um. Uh, make a pause, you know, rest. Uh, why not thinking about nothing? Because usually when I go in holiday or when I, I, uh, I compare holiday and Christmas quite a lot because it's, for me, it's a time of to rest my mind, to refresh, to think about nothing, to contemplate maybe a nice, uh, ni uh, nice uh, sightseeing. This is what life is about, sometimes to stop pursuing Uh, purchasing um, something we never have or something like that so I just like I like to rest my mind sometime and I, that's my resolution stop thinking well that's a good thing as long as you don't uh, rest your mind during the recording of this here episode of the podcast what do you have for Christmas dinner when you're with your family typically what does the Bertharat household sit down and eat well it's fishy uh very fishy so it's always start with some uh, uh, little canapé you know like starter and uh, always champagne uh, and you spend no expenses here because it's yeah, champagne quality is very important to start the, the, the whole evening and uh, and then it goes to oysters prawn and uh, as I said it starts like that and then you the wine is obviously Accordly shoes and uh, and then you got like um, foie gras, uh, you got the salmon. I believe before, again the the wine change uh, all the time. Then there's a little break, and then you got the the turkey with some uh, veggie roasted, and uh, and at the first time of the dinner you go from white or sweet wine to the red one, and uh, yeah. It's always slightly a little bit heavy, but you know what? Because it's it's quite top quality food you choose. So and you time the time to chew to enjoy the moment. And actually, at the end of it, you never I never feel really bloated. I feel like it could be um, my last supper, you know, before. Uh, but um, it's uh, I enjoy that. But it's very efficient, very efficient in France. Just a light meal, clearly. Uh, Oysters, oysters. Yeah, it's um, it's it's quite good. It's um, I love it personally, but I know some people can be very uh, uh, can be sick uh, just thinking about it. So, but I do like oysters. But funny enough, it's uh, only really I eat oysters only one time in the year, almost, which is Christmas, or only when I go by on a fish um, a little town by the near the near the sea. Uh, and I tend to eat local, which is very important too. I've never eaten oysters because I'm one of those people who becomes immediately nauseous. I'm going to use the term nauseous when I think of... Uh, I hope that's not putting you off your perhaps pre-Christmas celebratory meal, everybody. Uh, whenever I think of oysters. Uh, but uh, do they live up to their reputation, Julian? Do they make you feel amorous? Well, yes, it's, a, it's about that. You know, we, it's about... Um, You have to love what you eat. You have to love spend time with your family. It's about love at some point, you know. You can't just uh, 
um, it's uh, we all need a bit of love. So that's uh, we do. We do need a bit of love. We need a lot of love, or amore, as they say in Italy, which is where I will be. Uh, this, uh, in fact, quite soon. Funny enough, uh, this Christmas, and uh, we'll be having a, a kind of very, also a very fish uh, Christmas meal. Not very British, I might say, but you know what can you do? Italians, huh? Anyway, let's get on with the podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about resolutions. Oh, and before I do, I just uh, I nearly forgot to mention. Uh, I have been told by somebody to. In fact, Julian has just pushed a piece of paper at me and rolled his eyes, uh, pointing at something written on the piece of paper uh, to remind people that uh, we now are on Google Podcasts. We went on Google Podcasts. Uh, a short while ago and uh, if you do listen to the podcast and you fancy doing so on Google have a listen because I'm sure it'll be a wonderful experience for you Julian Bertharad with your little Santa hat yo 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 no yo ho ho yo yo ho okay this year on the podcast we have gone round with a clipboard Uh, a pen and some paper and we have asked some of the guys and gals on the gym floor what their resolutions are and what they try to change going into the new year and we have worked up some questions based upon the popularity of those topics it is not quite as uh, complicated as it sounds uh, Julian's looking at me very worried now uh, but uh, we have here 11 questions 11 questions Julian which came from the gym floor based upon resolutions people make over Christmas and into the new year. And we're going to have a little chat now about whether they are actually sensible and worth pursuing. Are you excited at that prospect? I'm ready. He is ready. I can see it in his eyes. He's like a hungry fox. Okay, roll the music and let the Christmas questioning begin. Okay, so I was one of the people who asked these questions uh, and got slightly bemused looks from people, to be honest with you. And uh, in some instances, I actually got told to go away, which isn't very festive, is it? But anyway, let's play on. Okay, Julian, here we go. 11 questions. We're going to go through these at an efficient pace. <laughs> Question number one. Is it okay to get fat over Christmas? And should losing weight be a resolution? Well, it's, again, uh, the body like um, consistency, regularity. So I don't think anyone should let it go completely for, you know. I mean, you can let it go for, I don't know, you have a, um, a birthday party, you have a weekend, you know, but let it go for two, three weeks. The body doesn't like that, you know, and then you have to go back into it. And I think, I think life is not like... It's something linear for me with up and down, but I don't like the the idea of just like completely lose yourself and then uh, and then go back to it. And uh, it's not uh, you know, I, as I say, you can have a great Christmas dinner. It's lovely quality food, you know. But I won't say you know pizza, pizza all the time. You know, you know. So I don't think it's um, I don't think it's a good idea, and I don't call that a resolution because it's more like you know you are doing something wrong, and you foreseen that you will have to make some effort to 
cover your mistake, so it's not a resolution. Indeedy, indeedy. Uh, but presumably, you put on a little bit of weight over Christmas, don't you? As I remember in January last year, they rolled you through the doors of the gym when we uh, all go back together again. Not so much. I mean, and uh, if I just to to um, conclude uh, on on this topic, I mean, just take another example. Like, imagine when you 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 brush your teeth. You know, do you say to yourself, oh, for Christmas, for two weeks, I don't brush my teeth, and then I do it again? You know, it's 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 a very hygienic thing to do, training. Why would you not have a shower for three weeks? You know, you Christmas or not, you have a shower, you brush your teeth. Training is the same. There is not such a thing like, a, oh, yeah, I don't do anything for three weeks. And No, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so there you have it. Moving on. And this is related in a funny sort of way. Question number two. Is it okay to eat lots of chocolate over Christmas? So, of course, I will say yes, it's okay. And now we can just... Um, there's different sort of chocolate. The, the one people like in fitness is a dark uh, chocolate, 70, 80, 90% cacao, which is always... Uh, my mother loves dark chocolate, so it's fine for her. I find it a little bit hard sometimes. Um, the taste, you know. But yeah, again, you know, the key word is moderation. But yeah, it's okay to eat some chocolate over Christmas. It's one of these things you do. As I say about the oyster, it's the same about chocolate. It's one of these things you do. You don't do it every day during the year. So you can, you can do it like sometime in a special occasion. And Christmas is a lovely occasion to eat some chocolate. You don't eat chocolate every day. Um, I'm not you, Ellen, so... <laughs> well, <laughs> that is a difference between us. Though I have to say, I have seen Julian devouring chocolates uh, not so long ago, funnily enough. Um, not very keen on plain chocolate, though. I'm more of a milk chocolate kind of guy. I find plain chocolate a bit like eating chalk. Do you not find it's like eating chalk? Yes. Good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Okay, moving on. Question number three. Oh, I love this one. This is going to put Julian in an existential bind. Could anything be more French, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, question three. What is worse for you, alcohol or fat? Um, again, alcohol... Uh, it's, for me, when you talk about food or alcohol, it has to be in a context, you know. Uh, so, again, if you are in your family and you have a nice glass of champagne and you take the time to swallow it and to taste it and enjoy the moment, then it's fine. And the fat is the same. Let's say if you have a nice uh, foie gras on a, on, a, on a toast, warm toast, and a nice glass of uh, sweet wine, it's wonderful. It's, if you go out and then drink and then vomit after, well, I guess the alcohol is not really uh, great. It's, um, I think it's, it's pretty much this kind of question have to be put into a context. And um, yeah, it's all about enjoying the moment. And that's why I find it hard to answer the question, alcohol or fat. I will tend to say the word is alcohol because it does, um, there's always a lot of sugar in alcohol. And also it will alter, alter your, your sleep and your focus also because, you know, when you got too much alcohol in your blood, it does uh, tend to make yourself tiring, tired. And you know, when you come to training, which is the, the, our topic here all the time, it's, uh, it, it does affect uh, quite uh, your, the quality of your training. But you still uh, like a drink, don't you? He said, not trying to infer that Julian has a drink problem, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yeah, I still like it's um it's funny enough that I changed my habit quite a lot over the last 10 years. Uh, yeah, because of the, of the work as well. I'm quite busy, so I can't really drink. And I, I've got uh, often early starts. And uh, I don't mind to sleep six hours, let's say. But the alcohol, again, tend to make you tired all the time. And I can't afford to be tired because I should be the one enthusiastic and fresh to train people. So I do, uh, I, I do like a glass of red wine. Uh, during the winter for you know it's it's warm and uh, but again as a good Frenchman I will select my red wine carefully I mean I will really look where this uh, wine come from and not only France it could be from South Africa or or in England but it's uh, I like the idea of resell, uh, sell, um collecting information about the wine you know very good uh, I'm going to call you the connoisseur of the red wine from now on I will add that to my long list of things I call you but I uh, I get some uh, English habit too so when I go away uh, especially when uh, summer holiday when it's very hot I will enjoy your fresh beer too yes uh, that is a wonderful thing uh, everything in moderation of course now uh, this next question which uh, came from someone called Kerry and she pleaded that I ask this question, uh, even though actually it has no relevance to what we're doing, really. But I'm going to ask it anyway, for you, Kerry. So I hope you're listening. You better be listening. Okay, what will you actually be doing on Christmas morning this year? That's got nothing to do with resolutions, but Kerry apparently wants to know. This is one of your hidden fans, I think, Julian. What, you, what, what, what will you be doing on Christmas morning? Well, in my family, Christmas morning, it's um, the time when we open our gifts and they are nicely uh, put under the tree, you know? By Santa Claus, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and it's very... Um, I do like this, you know, that reminds me when I was a kid and I, it's just uh, this time where obviously now we're all adults around the, the tree and uh, we, we offer to each other what we call useful gifts. So, and we, yeah, it's a lovely moment. I do like this moment. It's uh, because, you know, it's, uh, it never lasts forever and I, I really, getting older, I really feel like um, I value Zoo's uh, moment. So. Oh, Gillian, you're making me go all mushy inside. Uh, do you wear your pajamas on Christmas morning when you open your presents? Yes. Okay, now you made me feel a bit uncomfortable. Okay, moving on. Um, when should I go back to the gym after Christmas? This is one of the guys on the gym floor asking it, not me, by the way. So, when's a good time after Christmas to return to the gym? Well, the thing is, you got this funny period between. Christmas and New Year's, so it's a matter of few days here in between, and uh, it's all depend. Personally, I take um, a week or ten days off, so I do nothing. Now, generally, after we talk about this um, long dinner in Christmas Eve, I will go for a single run or a single session before the end of the year. But it's really optional. It's uh, really how you feel where you are spending Christmas and uh, yeah you know as I say it's good sometimes to pause the training and to just think about uh, I don't know your family whatever you're doing whoever you're spending Christmas with but do you not get a bit guilty if you don't go to the gym after I'm going to use the term pigging out over Christmas and find yourself looking in a full length mirror and gripping your tummy no not one bit it's because all year 
I'm regular about training and it's consistency. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like uh, having an exam, you know, at school and. Uh, You've been you passed the last six months learn, uh, learning you know your the course and uh, and the night before you go to bed early because you know you know stuff and I think uh, and you're ready for the exam I think it's the same here I mean if you've done if you had the good year training well you know it's time to pause and uh, and to enjoy Christmas and the facility and to get back in due time early January I mean you know if people feel guilty is there's a reason because they have this feeling that they didn't do enough uh, the year before well 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 that is uh, a very philosophical approach now on a related matter uh, next question is are January gym memberships worth the money or is it better to exercise on your own outside of the gym I uh, by expense I tend to think January is uh, it's not a good month to start because I mean it's never too late obviously and people could think beginning of the year you know why not but again it's something you do at any time and January is always a little bit hard because it's cold, it's dark, the festivity are behind you and um, and the summertime is quite a long time ahead so it's always hard and I, I tend to think like people are think they're gonna stick to it but quickly by February maybe March for the uh, for some other, they will stop, you know. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's not the best start. If I if I was someone, I would start in, um, you know, October. I always think it's a good month, and uh, April, you know. But give you some time to settle. It's always hard to create a new routine, and January is maybe not the best time. Yes, uh, it is a kind of very uh, sobering time uh, to start anything. Though I also find after all the Christmas and the New Year hullabaloo, I'm going to use some hullabaloo now. After the hullabaloo, it is actually quite nice to draw a line. Okay, and finally, I think we've had a slightly less than 11 questions because as we've been going through these, everybody, I've been striking some of them out because I think they're a bit inappropriate. But anyway, uh, this is uh, quite a topical one and I'm going to read it verbatim. Quote, it's been a terrible, horrible year. Are you hopeful for 2021? Unquote. Yeah, um, I am actually, and I, and also that I, I uh, surprisingly I didn't think 2020 was that bad. It was obviously a very special year, but as I said, at the same time, from my own perspective, again, I know some of the many people lost their job, and obviously. Uh, it's terrible, but in my case, I, I say uh, I could see that I, I had to adapt. For example, I took my business outdoor, and I did learn skill, new skill, you know, using elastic band, and, and not for it, not like a, a one-off, you know. I, I remain. I keep using elastic band even on the gym floor. I obviously do few sessions outside even nowadays 
And I think like, uh, yeah, you learn a skill and um, and then the gym will open and then you, you know, you have to respect some rules and all that. And I, um, so yeah, it was, it was a challenging year, horrible, uh, not for me, but challenging. And in that challenge, you, I think I did, um, I, uh, I did get stronger, I think, in terms of business. Uh, I, I, th- Do you think it's been a unique year, uh, obviously, and a not particularly pleasant one for all the obvious reasons? Uh, so I'm not going to, you know, dig all that up again. But um, I am also optimistic for 2021. I think things have uh, improved on a whole number of fronts recently. I think they're going to continue to do so. And I think what will actually happen is not perhaps next year, but I think in the not too distant future. We are going to look back and we will see 2020 as being a a very unique period of time when the circumstances obviously around COVID, etc. came together in a slightly chaotic and very compressed uh, manner and resulted in what happened during the year. And it will be one of those very curious historical periods that in the future people will look back on and say, well, that was a bit of an odd year, wasn't it? And I think what 2020 would have underlined for a lot of people is actually how resilient they actually are and how being resilient and flexible is a human trait and a wonderful thing in itself. So yes, optimistic indeed. Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Old Gym Covent Garden. Need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the earth of London West End? Then visit Jubilee Old Gym on the corner of Covent Garden, where you can also check out the gym sauna, as well as a whole host of great fitness classes. Join online for £53 a month, and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining. Or you can use the gym on a day-pass basis. Find out more at jubileeoldgym.co.uk or telephone 020-78-36-4007 to walk out at Jubilee Old Gym Covent Garden. So there you go. That was the last sponsor message of uh, 2020. Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing, really. But uh, it's just it just amuses me uh, somewhat. Anyway, now that we've done the sponsored message, as regular listeners to the podcast will know, that means it is time for only one thing to now happen. And do you know what that is, Julian? No, what is it? Julian's fitness tip of the month. You think he would know by now, wouldn't you, really, ladies and gentlemen? But uh, moving on. Okay, Julian, tell us, what is your fitness tip of the month? this month have you ever thought about creating the food routine alan well uh no not really beyond i suppose eating breakfast lunch and dinner and downing a protein shake when i go to the gym julian's frowning at me now because he doesn't approve of those kind of things as regular listeners will be aware uh but no apart from three square meals a day i don't so the fitness tip of the month is this month to help you to start creating a routine when you come to it so the idea is to you know when you come to train 
you we always about the structure you know we talk about you go in the treadmill you warm up things like that the idea is to create a routine when you come to food trying to structure this routine like you do structure your workout okay so for example when you when you do like a workout you start with a warm-up okay and then you go to a body part which is you know could be back uh, legs or chest and then you build up uh, around this part maybe the you want to target the opposite part like back and chest you know for example so when you come to food why not structuring in your mind already the basics so basically when you cook you should have in one hand uh, and I'm talking the, the, the size of the portion you should have uh, your veggie for example and your protein and I think it's quite useful to when you cook to have this structure in your mind because it's very easy to get lost and to forget what is good for us a bit of veggie a bit of protein and that's good enough if you feel bloated avoid anything like bread and any carbs okay if you feel like uh, weak you know like you're tired or weak then that's the that's the moment when you can you want to add some uh, carbs like again small portion of pasta or things like that it's uh, or rice uh, if you got stomach bug or anything so it's um, important to structure your mind about what your body need every day and your body need every day a bit of protein a bit of veggie okay veggie to help for the digestion that's uh, something you can rely on, Alan? You know, the thing is, uh, we often joke about these kind of things, and I uh, will portray myself as being uh, a bit of a savage where good dietary uh, practices are concerned. But um, I always make sure that I have five pieces of fruit or vegetables every single day. And when I cook a meal, which I do a lot, what I tend to do is I always make sure there's a vegetable component and I always make sure the protein is the right portion for the meal. So yeah, so I follow rules. I, I structure what I eat. And um, I mean, obviously I kind of indulge myself outside of that, everybody does, but as a kind of benchmark, as a kind of like uh, backbone to every day, yeah, I tend to think I eat in a healthy and planned way. That's a good idea. And that, you know, for example, uh, eating with too much salt, have um, one of the, the the propensity of this is to reduce the side of your vein you know and um, it might lead to later on in your life to some cardiovascular accident and you know you it's it's quite interesting to see you have to admire the body how it works inside and i think it does when you start seeing your body like a beautiful machine then obviously you start a complex machine you want to start it's funny it's interesting to start thinking about what should i eat or put inside my body to basically make this machine performant you know and um and it's uh yeah it's, it's only the last few years obviously because of my job i are really more into uh, learning uh, these kind of things and it's quite fascinating it's super interesting you know because it can uh, you can avoid truly uh, disease um, in your life just by following the step you know you can't uh, <laughs> that's really interesting so anyway 
Yeah, I agree with that. It is interesting, actually. And considering we are in the age of information, there's also lots of guidance around as to how to respect and protect the body so as to have a long and healthy life. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was 2020's final... Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month. And now it's time for our favorite part of the podcast. And it's such a strange thing because it's uh, actually the last time we're going to be doing it this year. These are the last two questions we have plucked out of the mailbag from listeners to the podcast that we are going to do our best to answer and uh, reach out to our lovely, lovely, oh-so-scrumptious listeners. So shall we get on with the questions, Julian? Yes, man. Here is a question from Desmond, who doesn't tell us where he's from, or indeed anything about himself apart from his name, who has DM us through Instagram to ask the following. It's Julian in the photograph, right? What does Alan look like? I want you to answer this question, say, and how fit is he? Wow. For once... In all of the years we've been doing this, somebody has asked a question about little old me. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you, Desmond. I appreciate that. So, choose your words carefully, Julian. No, Alan is perfectly fine. He's a, he's a gym goer, like, uh, like many uh, of us, like I, I used to be, before it became a, a job to me. And... Um, No, I think you, we can say fairly that uh, Alain is, uh, is fit. Uh, what about uh, the picture, Alain? Yes, there's never pictures of me on any of our social media, is there? That's because I don't actually like having my photograph taken. But uh, we'll have to add some photographs, actually, because otherwise I'm like the voice of mystery in the background. And uh, just while we're on that topic, I, we've been doing this for two years, Julian. Do you think over those two years I have become fitter, Uh, leaner, bigger, fatter? How, have I changed over those two years? No, it's, it, it's actually um, interesting, uh, the process of, you know, the podcast. You are, you are like, you could be one of my clients or a gym goer, and you are, you, through all the podcasts, we talk about several different topics, you know, of, uh, of fitness, the diet, the food, the psychology of it, the body image issue, all that. And I think all these little... Um, podcast um, help you to go through um, intellectual process about it and I think you do look fitter because I think you um, now you bring you have another ins uh, insight uh, when you come to fitness and I think you do train smarter as well that is absolutely true we joke about this but it is true I have learned a lot myself Uh, over the years about uh, technique, about the pace of training, uh, about uh, the rules around food and diet and about realistic objective setting. But I have to say, um, I've learned a lot from you, from all of the stuff we've done, not just generally the topics and talking about them, but from you, it's, it's like I've had a personal trainer for free. It's fantastic. I've had a personal trainer for two years. He hasn't even known he's doing it, which is uh, obviously a good thing. Now you say that just realize, yeah, all this advice was free for you, Alan, and uh, it's make me think about something. But. Let's go to, so I hope it, uh, Desmond, you get your answer. And um, and uh, yeah, I'm sure Alan will put a picture of himself uh, on the next, uh, on the, our website and uh, in the next few weeks. 
But uh, so what's that? What's um is the next question, Alan? Yes, all things are possible. Uh, so we will obviously look into that. Now, the uh, next question is from Michelle in London, who got in touch through Julian's website. JulianBertera.com And uh, Silky Smooth, wasn't that? That was Silky Smooth. And Michelle asks the following. What is more important, mental or physical health? And what is the relationship between the two? Ooh, very topical, Michelle. I cycle everywhere I can, and I also do a lot of walking. So there you go, Julian. What is the relationship in terms of fitness between the mental and the physical? Well, that's the right word here. It is a relationship. It's, uh, it goes together. There is no dichotomy between... Uh, mental and physical health. It's yeah, it's exactly that. There is uh, it is a, rela- a relationship between these two, and um, there is no de- division, no difference uh, between mental and physical health. It's um, and actually for a sportsman like me, uh, I understand that very well because when you spend, I spend my more than my entire life I mean no I spend more than 50% of my life uh, playing rugby and when I move to London and try to find a new job and to uh, get a new routine one of my first to-do lists in London was to find a place where I could do physical activity a gym for example and uh, it's very important it's uh, for me it's like a very hygienic at many levels, hygienic for the brain, you know, to clear off your mind, to get your mind free and, you know, available for any other thoughts about your life, career, all that. And it's uh, also from a health point of view, physical health point of view, because as we do say, we do know, it's, uh, it does prevent uh, pathology. And, uh, you know, it's very important to, to face your Uh, challenge in your life to be in good health, physical, obviously, and also mental. So, Michelle, it's absolutely fine. I um, The only thing is swimming is good, okay, cycling is good. Just make sure, I would say like once a week, either in a gym or atom with elastic band, just try to do some work weight resistance or elastic band resistance to challenge your muscle because it's one thing to do what you all do, and it's very good. Just make sure you you keep uh, working into this muscle. Because swimming, actually, the problem with swimming, it's use uh, glaze on the water. So it's only water resistant, which is obviously demanding, but there is no impact. Uh, the bike is the same. Uh, you cycle with a bike, so which is a machine. There is no impact. And um, just make sure you use this muscle with elastic band again or weight resistance because your muscle needs to be stressed out a little bit. Yes, resistance training is a wonderful thing and um, I'm not very cardio orientated at all, really. I like a little bit as a warm-up in uh, my routine when I go to the gym. But beyond that, you know, I hate swimming uh, as we've touched upon previously and um, I'd rather take a bullet than run. Uh, and I just think uh, strength training and resistance training uh, make you stronger as a whole. So there you go. We got to the end of uh, the questions for the year. That's a full lid for the questions of 2020. This is a very questions-heavy episode of the podcast. 
And if you do want to ask us a question, feel free to drop us a line through our website, twoguysonfitness.com, or through his website, julienbertera.com. Or you can get in touch with us through our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. And when you do, we absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, it just makes us feel all very yo-ho-ho. Does it not, Julian? Ho-ho-ho. So there you go, everybody. That's the final Two Guys on Fitness for 2020, the most bizarre of years. So it just uh, remains for us to wish you all an absolutely wonderful Christmas. Happy Christmas to you all. And Merry Christmas to you all too. And from Julian and myself, we've absolutely loved uh, recording the podcast and from hearing from you all uh, this year with its very uh, turbulent uh, times. And we hope you have, in addition to a lovely Christmas, that you have a very happy new year and that 2021 turns out to be a much better year than 2020. Happy New Year, of course, to everyone. And remember, you can listen to the podcast on all of the major podcast platforms. And you can also find out about what we're doing on our social media. I'm not going to repeat all that again. And uh, I want to say whatever you do in the next year, uh, don't forget that you do it for yourself, not for anyone else. You do it for yourself. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. And of course, enjoy your workout. Yo-ho-ho! Ho.